starting the halachot. We are continuing the halachot of Birkat Levana. It says in the Shulchan Aruch that when you see the Levana, you make a bracha, and the Rama adds on Simatav Chavav Sif Alef. Ve'en likadesh haChodesh ela balayla be'et she'al Levana zorachad ve'neni me'ora from the Agur. That we don't make Birkat Levana unless the moon is shining and you benefit from its light. Now, Bet Yosef didn't bring anything down over here. It's the, I'm sorry, the Bet Yosef brings down this Agur, but in Shulchan Aruch he doesn't bring it down, but the Ramah brings it down. Usually, usually that would mean we follow what's written in, in, in the Ramah. Bet Yosef doesn't have to bring down everything in the Shulchan Aruch. That's what the Ramah says. So there's two important details here. Number one, how early could you make Birkat Levana? And number two, what happens when there's clouds? What do we do regarding Birkat Levana? Regarding how early you could do Birkat Levana, in other words, a lot of times when it's on the Ta'anit, a person wants to pray Arvit as early as possible. And uh, for example, this happens a lot on Asara Betevet, or on, um, uh, on Asara Betevet, it's from Gedalia. And as soon as you're finished, you go outside, it's only 20 minutes, 25 minutes after uh, Shkia. And in, uh, in, in, in North America, we try to wait at least 40 minutes for Shabbat to come out. But this is 25 minutes after, so it's almost night or not. So the Mishtabura brings that you, you shouldn't make Birkata Livana Bena Shemashot. The Mishtabura writes, and this is the, in the name of many poskim, that one shouldn't make Birkata Livana Bena Shemashot because you have to benefit from the light. And if it's not totally night, you're not benefiting totally from the light. And Rabbein Siyon Abashaul in Or Litzion Chelek Gimel, also in, in Dav Samich, da, uh, Samich, uh, Samich Gimel, also Samich, Dav Samich Bet, also writes this. He says that since the Ramah writes you have to benefit from the light, you have to benefit to a point that it would be night that you can have Hana'a from the light. So he says 25 minutes after Shkia and Eretz Yisrael. Ravavadi Yosef in Halichot Olam Chelek Hei, um, uh, uh, argues, and he says that there is room to be lenient and say that even during Ben Hashemashot you can make Birkat Elivana. Uh, the truth is, we also, when we discussed this, we wrote about this, we brought different poskim like the Shiratu Chuvot Gur Aryeh and others that seem to say that once already you see the Livana, that's called benefiting from it. On the other hand, there are early sources like the Rishonim that say you have to, you, you, uh, you, you, the, that you can't make Birkat Levana when it's Ben Hashemashot, the Nimuke Yosef writes that way. But nevertheless, I think that if it's the last night or, or people are going to rush out and it's already maybe not five minutes after Shkia, but, but if it's like 20, 25 minutes that some would argue that you could see a few stars even though we wouldn't take Shabbat out so early, but regarding Birkat Levana, since there are other poskim that say it's allowed, I think in North America, 25 minutes after Shkia, you could make a brachan Birkat Levana if you have a little bit of a benefit from the light. The next question is more serious. What happens when there are, when there are clouds? What's considered ne'enim me'ora? So here, the, 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 the Radbaz was asked this question, the great Gaon from Egypt, and he says that, well, as long as uh, there's not thick clouds covering, it would be okay. Mashma, the thin clouds would be okay. In other words, he's not telling you that if there's any thin clouds, you can't make Birkat Alivana. And indeed, the Mishtabura says that if there's thin clouds, it would be okay. And that would seem to be according to the Pshat. But, according to Kabbalah, the Chida and others bring 
that the levana has to be totally, totally open. You can't have anything covering the levana in order to make birkat levana. Ben Ishchai brings us way as well. And Ben Oved, which is a sidur we always used, said that whenever you're not, you know, that, that since the chida said it has to be totally clear, it seems to be he's saying that you can't make a bracha if even there's a little bit on it. The truth is, is that whenever you have a machroket between the Kabbalah and the Halakha, it's not explicit in the words of the Arizal. They couldn't find it so much in the Arizal. So really you should be able to follow the poskim. If you're able to, in other words, if so if it's the last night and there's a little thin cloud, or if you know that the crowd is never going to do, they're going to forget to do Birkat Alivana, and there's the thin cloud, there is room to be lenient to do Birkat Alivana. But if it's going to be in a case where you could wait, it would be better to wait if it would, until it would be totally clear. Or the other option is you make sure you have a tzaddik like Baba Sali with you, that he'd be able to, to clear the clouds. The truth is, in one time, Baba Sali, he did that. And I heard recently Rabbi Buso say, they, on the other hand, on the other hand, how was he zuchin? Now there was another time where he needed to do Birkat Levana. He traveled all the way in France from, I think from Marseille to all the way to Paris in order to do Birkat Levana. Uh, why didn't he just move the clouds? The answer doesn't come that way. Since he was Moser Nefesh, since he, he extended himself on the mitzvah to go make a bracha and travel so far away, that's why he merited that he would be able to move the clouds at another time. It's because he showed how much he loved the mitzvah, that's how he got the other miracle. Same thing one time he went into a mikveh and there was a lot of uh, snakes and, and frogs and everything disgusting. Nobody wanted to go in. As soon as he went in, they all jumped out. So, and he told his Shabbos was afraid. He said, as long as my foot is inside, that's going to happen. Took out his foot, they all came back in. But on another hand, he walked in, he went once into a, 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 a mikveh and he got all bloody because of uh, all the bad stuff that was in there. The answer is, is that why did the miracle happen then? The answer is, since he was Moser Nefesh, since he, he, he put himself out for this mitzvah, so then Hashem gives him a, 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 a present on the other times as well. So each one follows the other. Chazaku Baruch.